Welcome to the Spirited Advocate Podcast, brought to you by the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States, the leading voice for the distilled spirits industry. Now your host, Chris Wonger. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Spirited Advocate Podcast. And we've got a real unique opportunity today, uh, as we've all been living through uh, COVID-19, the pandemic, and all of the above. There's some real significant changes going on in the marketplace. Uh, a lot of challenges for our industry that we have to grapple with. And uh, one of the unique things that has emerged over the past year is the partnership between RNDC, uh, one of the nation's great distributors, of course, and LibDib. Uh, and we're privileged to be here today with Tom Cole, the president and CEO of RNDC, and uh, Cheryl Dorsey, who's the president and CEO of LibDib. So, uh, Tom and Cheryl, thank you for being here with us today. Uh, if you could, uh, just tell us a little bit about your background. Maybe start with Cheryl, and then we're looking forward to learning more about uh, the e-commerce platform that y'all have helped kind of create. So, Cheryl, maybe you first, then we'll go to Tom. Great. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me today. I'm really excited to be here. Uh, I come from the wine industry. So my family has a winery here in the northern central coast. And I spent the first 20 years of my career managing the wholesale network. So I've worked with a lot of wholesalers, seen um, the successes and the challenges for sure. the small to mid-sized producer. So really wanted to, you know, when we started the company and formed the company back in 2016, was looking for a way that all producers could get to market with all products through technology, but doing it through the three-tier system and making sure that everything was compliant, taxes were paid, all the things that that our platform does. So that that's a little bit about me. Um, I'm a mom of two. Uh, I live in California. Uh, and let's see, I, I really, uh, I'm really happy to be here. So thank you. Thank you, Cheryl. And of course, when, when, when you and I visited a while back, uh, you having the perspective of a supplier, mm-hmm. even from, uh, you know, a, a winery perspective and a relatively small winery perspective, right? Uh, is probably been a big big guide in terms of setting up the platform that you got there. So, and uh, uh, thank you for your leadership and so forth. Uh, Tom, obviously, uh, you've played a leadership role in the industry for 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 many years, uh, both with WSWA and at uh, Republic RNDC. You know the partnership that y'all have with uh, Young's Market and so forth. So. Tom, tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, how how you were able to forge the partnership with uh, uh, Cheryl and Libden. Uh, thanks, Chris. I'm really happy to be joining in today. I, I'd first like to stop and, and send out our, our thoughts and, and our hearts and prayers for all those in uh, the western part of the United States dealing with the firefighters out there. So, uh, you know, we've got new companies out there, new associates and you know, we're concerned about the people and the businesses and, and hopefully uh, we'll get some rain and uh, it'll, it'll start to settle down. So I wanted to start on that now. So I, I've been in the, um, the beverage alcohol business ever since I got out of college. And uh, although I don't have any family in, in the business, I'm, I'm a little unique in the industry in that I'm uh, in our tier of the industry and in that I'm an outside professional manager, non-family member that's uh, the CEO and president of the company. And I've been acting in that capacity uh, for probably well over 20 years. Uh, and in that time, I've seen 
you know, uh, and overseeing some pretty significant growth and development through the years. You highlighted just a moment ago about our, our partnership with Young's Market. That was one of 30 plus mergers and acquisitions that, that uh, we've done uh, since I've been in a, a leadership role with the company. So uh, this, this is all I do and mm-hmm. I hope to do it to the best of my ability. Absolutely. So, Tom, I remember when I had the opportunity, I took a road trip uh, down to New Orleans about a month ago and got to meet a bunch of great craft distillers along the way and so forth. We had a po' boy, uh, which was good, which was good fun. Uh, Slightly messy, slightly messy, but that's what it's all about, which is great. Um, You know, one of the things that you had mentioned to me about uh, Cheryl and what she has set up in LibDib is is that it is really a technology solution. You know, even pre-COVID, it's a unique technology solution as uh, certainly the marketplace has changed so dramatically related to e-commerce, related to driving consumer convenience. Could you just tell us a little bit about that and what what helped bring uh, RNDC and and LibDiv together? Sure, I'll uh, be happy to jump in and then uh, Cheryl, you're welcome to to join in as, as well. But I am a I am a passionate advocate of the three tier system. I believe it's the best system in in the world, and it, it's a safe system, and it should provide opportunity for all producers of beverage alcohol to get to market. And as uh, as we've grown and become uh, a larger player, uh, I recognize that there was a need to continue to figure out ways to help small uh, businesses get started. And in a, in a large organization like RNDC, it's, it's been a challenge. And so, you know, we, we work with different advocates within the company that, and sponsors that help uh, work with uh, wineries and, and distilleries. Uh, we've actually helped in, in some markets with uh, uh, helping uh, a rum company uh, here in Louisiana develop a product and a label and a name and a history and selling proposition. So, you know, I've, I've enjoyed doing that. I love building brands, but I recognize that it, it is challenging. And so I was reading in uh, a newsletter one day uh, about a, a new company called LibDib, and it seemed to be uh, pretty interesting and intriguing. And it was you know, focused uh, uh, partially uh, on uh, helping small producers get to market and, uh, and it was characterized as being effectively virtual. So uh, I reached out to the, the head of WSWA at the time and said, you know, Craig, do you know anything about this? Hook us up. Yeah. As a, as a matter of fact, I, I do. And, and uh, he helped connect me with Cheryl. Uh, we had a terrific first conversation. And, uh, you know, so I said, you know, wait, wait, wait a minute. So you're saying you've got a, a distributor that has no salespeople no trucks and delivery system, and no warehouse. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> I, said, I said, okay, well, I think, I think if you're interested, we should get together. So we did, in fact, uh, set up a meeting at a WSWA convention in Orlando and, uh, we, with her father, and, and we started talking uh, you know, philosophically and, and practically and getting to know one another and and it uh, it led to uh, more discussions, and you know, Cheryl, I'll, I'll let you pick it up from there. Yeah, yeah, it was it was interesting because you know we launched on it was right around it was you know the way our engineers put together schedules of launches is with holidays, so we were launching in St. Patrick's Day, uh, two thousand seventeen, yeah. 
So literally that day, you know, we come out, we say we have this press release and we get a ton of attention because it's a very different model for the industry. So a lot of people were calling us, but the very first phone call was Craig Wolf at WSWA. He says, okay, what are you doing? What are your licenses? What do you have? And we had a really good first conversation. I said, look, this is, I'm, I'm a wholesaler. This is my light, my TTV. I have state, I have this, all and that. And he, um, he was like, wow, this is really interesting. And, you know, I came from the supplier side. So WSWA, I was like, uh, I was a little, I was a little nervous. Sure. Nervous. And um, he says, I have someone you, I have someone you need to talk to right away. And, um, and that was Tom. So we talked, um, yeah, I think it was day one or day two of us being live and said, let's get together in Orlando. And we really, when we sat down and talked, it was kind of have the same view of where the industry is going when it comes to technology, when it comes to suppliers, when it comes to incubation of small suppliers and how to get them to market and then allow them to grow in the right channels. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was you know a, a year of conversations and and how we're going how we could work together, how we could grow together, and and then we sealed the deal and it's been it's been taking off since then. I mean, we if you think of what we've done at LibDiv, we're now in six states. We're you know on the road of being in ten to twelve states by the end of the year, which is super interesting and makes us a real player in the in the, in the U.S. of of what what kind of territory you can cover. Um, and then on the R&DC side, you know, we work with them on their technology and, uh, you know, built out ERNDC supplier portal, the e-commerce experience, the sales rep experience, all of that, which really is a game changer in the industry. No one has a platform that, you know, the combined ERNDC and lived experience, no one has anything like that. And it's, it's truly game changing and it's been really fun to be a part of. Absolutely. So, uh, Cheryl and Tom, uh, when we when we got together, so you know one of one of the the challenges that the industry is going to face, you know, uh, coming out of COVID, is there's a lot of small craft distillers that are really struggling, as you can imagine, right? Uh, you know, they may even struggle to survive, right? And one of the challenges, and Cheryl, you probably were, was confronted with this in your time as a, a, a wine executive supplier is how do the little guys get the attention? And Tom mentioned that as well, of uh, some of the distributors and the support that they need. Uh, so for uh, a, a craft distiller right now, how, would, how could they really leverage the platform that you have? Uh, sure. So you don't have to be, uh, RNDC doesn't have to sign up have that craft distiller signed up. It can no. be anybody in the country. They can come to Cheryl. Yeah, yeah. We operate, you know, we are a wholesaler and we have a wholesaler's yeah. license in the markets that we operate in. So all crafts, you know, if you're a legal, you know, licensed craft license. anywhere in the country, you know, we check all the, we do all the, you know, we do the diligence that all of the, uh, of a distributor where you're supposed to do. You have to have a TTV license, a state license, sometimes another state license, depending on the state that you're operating in. And we have, you know, that's part of our platform. That's all automated supplier, you know, our suppliers put that into our platform and then they have access to our markets, which, you know, right now we're in four of the top five um, covering, you know, almost 30% of, of, of the industry. So it's a real opportunity. Um, we, you know, Tom's right. We don't have salespeople. I like to think of our platform as a salesperson. It can do really cool sure. things like, automate reorder reminder, automate, automate reorder reminders to the account. Um, it's got a ton of data in there. It can help people 
sell. And we, on the LibDib side, we like to think of our suppliers, our makers, they're the salespeople. They're the ones who are out talking to people, uh, making relationships, making those sales. And then through our platform, we make sure the product gets there legally, compliantly, the taxes are paid, all of those things. That so LibDib takes care of all of that. Yes, all the all the details where a small craft distiller just may not have the bandwidth or the resources to worry about that. Yeah. So basically, you know, if you start to finish, you sign up on the platform and you get compliant, you're live in, in whatever market you choose. And if it, you know, you're going out, you're building relationships, orders are taken, orders are placed via the e-commerce um, capabilities with the buyers. And then we work with the supplier to send the product compliantly. And of course, it's different in every state. So, you know, sometimes yeah. it goes to a warehouse, sometimes it goes to the account, and that's what our platform does. I mean, it was it was really the truly the first platform built entirely for the three-tier system. <laughs> I mean, it takes every little uh, rule into consideration, you know, down to state, county, city, tax, and what you're going to pay and how you're going to pay it. Absolutely. Yeah. And Tom, on the RNDC side, obviously... Uh, uh, RNDC, you know, has a national platform. What role does RNDC play uh, in addition to kind of helping support the LibDib platform? Uh, where does uh, RNDC come into play with all of this? Well, as, help move as the we, product. Help move the product. Uh, actually, physically, in in some markets, we we do provide that service, and and since it is a state by state. Uh, you know, legalities uh, different in in each one of them. Uh, we we and we look to continue to roll out across the country. Uh, there are some markets where RNDC does the logistics work for LibDip. You know, sometimes it's done by common carrier, and and other times, uh, you know, say UPS or FedEx, depending on the regulations in the individual states. But LibDib, well, the whole platform's not confined to just smaller brands. It can be the big brands as well to take full advantage of them, right? Or new selective products that are coming to market, so so forth. Is it is it a platform designed just for the for the small craft distillers, or it can be applicable to the larger suppliers as well? Uh, it's absolutely applicable for for anybody for any size supplier. Um, you know, we see venture brands, we see, you know, there's also this kind of, with all of this new innovation and what's happening in, you know, in the marketplace and things move fast. So it can be a very fast way for even a larger supplier to get to market, to test things. Um, and, you know, something that may not have been in the plan in the beginning of the year, they can test it in, our, in you know, via LibDib. And then when it's ready to go to RNDC, um, it can, with a, literally almost a press of the button, all of the information and data is transferred over to RNDC and it can be taken over into their system. Absolutely. Now, the, the suppliers have to play the role of brand building, right? Brand building, and to create the brand pool. But any craft distiller in the country or any supplier in the country could come. I guess the starting point, Cheryl, would be to come straight to LibDiv and come mm -hmm. to you uh, to explore how to set it up. How many, uh, I know you're in six or seven states with efforts to expand it to 10 states fairly soon. Yep. Uh, which states are you in and, and how complex is that? Um, so we are in, we started with California and New York, two very big markets. <laughs> Prime markets, no doubt. Um, we are also in Colorado, Florida. Um, another very large market, Illinois, we launched just this past spring. Um, so with just those four, uh, and then um, we were also in uh, Wisconsin. 
So those are the six states. Did I say six? So California, New York, Florida, Wisconsin, Colorado, and Illinois. (laughs) Big, big markets, right. Yeah. Yeah. So if a distiller out there is looking to introduce a brand in Colorado or California, that is the platform ultimately, right? Absolutely. And one of the things that I like to say up front too, but just coming from the small to mid-sized supplier perspective, it's absolutely free and no cost to come on the platform and get started outside of any like licenses or things. There's no upfront fee. We just, we mark up the product just like a traditional distributor would and we make money on sales. Got it. And uh, maybe for both Tom and Cheryl, tell us the the difference between Drizzly, which has had great success over the past Mm -hmm. five months for sure. I mean, they've had the platform and it was almost built and designed for the challenges with with the pandemic. (laughs) Tell us in uh, Corey Rellis and the team, they're doing great, great, great stuff. Tell us what's the difference between the Drizzly platform and the LibDib platform, if you don't mind. Mm Well, you know, Drizzly is delivery to the end user, the consumer at home. Sure. And LibDiv is facilitating the delivery to the licensed retailer or restaurateur. That's primarily the big, biggest difference between the two. Which Both is terrific because uh, uh, suppliers can get their brands on-premise. I mean, it's a tough time during on-premise now, right? But uh, if, if, a, if a bar owner loves... Um, I'm Chattanooga whiskey, Tom, you and I talked about great Chattanooga whiskey brand, uh, when we were together, right? Yeah. That bar owner can work through LibDib and the Chattanooga whiskey team, uh, to get that product, uh, ordered and on the shelf of that bar, uh, in quick order, right? Exactly. And, and as you were, you were talking about a large, uh, supplier producer could also get some innovation, uh, and do some kind of test marketing with the brand. Uh, something that's highly allocated or limited, it could be a, a, a mechanism to deal with getting it to the retailers uh, without getting lost in a big wholesaler's uh, you know, uh, inventory. Absolutely. And Tom, I remember when we were together uh, with all the challenges in, in the on-premise sector at this point, with all the shutdowns and all of the above, uh, you and the RNDC team really stayed focused on in helping to support these restaurants. I mean, it's 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 evolved across the country on when these restaurants have had to shut down, reopen, 25, 50% capacity. Could you talk just a little bit about uh, y'all's efforts on the on-premise while, of, of course, certainly supporting all of our off-premise customers as well, where uh, the platform for sales has just been much easier? Yeah, we were we were at our NDC were very aggressive early on to try to figure out ways to help our our on-premise partners that were suffering, and you know a key way to do that was to get an additional sale when the, the customers come in to pick up uh, their food or when the uh, delivery service comes in. If there's an opportunity to uh, sell a mixed drink or a bottle of wine, so we worked on uh, different types of. Uh, online point of sale that we could uh, help facilitate with our uh, uh, restaurant partners and, on, and on-premise partners to to uh, get that additional uh, sale. But even you know the it's it's been tough to move the needle on that. And uh, I, I was uh, having a conversation with my team yesterday, as a matter of fact, and they said you know uh, we're still engaging and working with uh, a lot of customers across the country, but 
of the people that are buying food uh, to go or to be delivered, only about 11% of them are, are getting alcohol. And that hasn't changed much since the, the beginning of uh, the, the uh, pandemic. Sure. And maybe this is a question for both of y'all. Uh, cocktails to go has certainly been a phenomenon uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. You know, one of the big issues was, you know, keep the sale and uh, distribution and retail of beverage alcohol uh, uh, essential. Uh, that's been important for the, uh, certainly the off-premise and so forth. What do you think about, uh, obviously, discus has been uh, very much behind in support of cocktails to go because that will help keep uh, these restaurants open. I think, Tom, you've, you've registered maybe 11% of those consumers that are ordering to go uh, are ordering cocktails as well. But just given the margins and so forth, that's been helpful. Uh, what do you think about cocktails to go and uh, particularly during these unique times as a, as a platform to drive consumer convenience and allow consumers in the marketplace to enjoy their ba- favorite cocktail uh, from their favorite bartender maybe? No, we, we think it's, it's absolutely uh, critical to, uh, you know, helping improve the business uh, to have the opportunity to, to have beverage alcohol uh, delivered or to be picked up. Yeah, and of course, uh, to do so and make sure that it's done uh, safely as well. Yeah. So, and then Cheryl, back to you as a, uh, if a consumer is wanting to take advantage of LibDib in the platform through uh, uh, the suppliers, uh, tell us a little bit about the responsibility side of things to ensure compliance because the product ultimately goes to a retailer, right? Mm-hmm. And the retailer, of course, is going to be certain that that product is being sold to someone of legal purchase age, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a, we see a lot of our um, smaller distilleries, really, their main goal is to get liquid to lips. Or, you know, they want to get sure. their product to consumers across the country. And, um, you know, it's been really interesting of what's happened in the last, you know, year and a half. You, you know, there's not a, there's not, shipping over state lines, you know, there's a lot of different compliance rules by state in effect. Um, but what we've offered is kind of this network of retailers that can ship within the states and get products to a significant amount of consumers. Um, you know, so that's our, our distillers are really taking advantage of that. There's a number of different kind of other platforms through their websites that they can use, uh, where they can market it to consumers. The consumer places an order. It looks like it's coming from the distiller, but it's really a retailer who's fulfilling it, and we get the product to the retailer. Absolutely. That's been a very cool development, and I think been very helpful to a lot of these small distillers, especially during during COVID. And now, with kind of the massive increase in e-commerce throughout this 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 time, I think there's actually real opportunity for um, distillers to utilize this these programs to get their products out there we've seen huge successes with the folks that we're working with that are that are doing these programs yeah that's very very exciting so look for all of our listeners and particularly our craft supplier members uh take advantage do your research learn about uh what cheryl is doing and what uh, uh, Libdib and RNBC are doing uh, because uh, we recognize uh, these are tough times, but even during tough times, brand building, 
uh, can take place. And there's consumers out there that want to access product that they may not be be able to get in California or in Colorado and other markets and so forth. So one thing, if I may, you know, with, within the industry, the, the industry is so great uh, uh, with so many great people. But anytime you get into business partnerships, there's just natural tensions at times, right? And I think with the changing marketplace, the demand for consumer convenience, uh, uh, the interest in the e-commerce platform, it is kind of begging the question about direct shipping to consumers and so forth. And that debate is kind of already, it's been kicking off for quite a while, uh, probably back in the mid-90s when when wine companies started direct shipping. So uh, let me just say on behalf of Discus, uh, and there's been, you know, inquiries, questions about, you know, Discus's support for the three-tier system. On behalf of all the Discus member companies, we fully recognize that the three-tier system is uh, critical to the success of our industry in uh, brand building terms, moving the product to market, uh, and making sure all the compliance issues are considered. And as suppliers and distributors and retailers have to navigate such a fast-changing marketplace, uh, we all have to be reminded about uh, what's so important about the success of the U.S. marketplace, the safeness of it, uh, 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 how brands have come to life in the U.S. market, and so forth. And what has happened with RNDC and LibDib is a critical element of the marketplace modernizing and so forth. So, you know, somewhere along the way, there'll be strains, as there always are with business partnerships, but uh, finding ways to build and uh, uh, support the strength of the three-tier system and what y'all are doing uh, together, uh, driving consumer experiences, and at the same time, creating opportunities for some of the small uh, suppliers is really, really important for the, for the system to su- survive and thrive for years to come. So with that, uh, just on the fun side, uh, Cheryl, I'll start with you. Uh, just, just sidebar, if you could pick anywhere in the world to have a cocktail, not wine, all due respect to wine, but, you know, no more COVID and you're just relaxing. Where would that, where would that unique place to be at this very moment? At this very moment? Your little kids are going to school. You just need, you take an hour. If you could Um, be bewitched. You know, I need to be on a beach somewhere, just having a cocktail, (laughs) sitting there, looking at the waves, watching a whale, maybe breach. That's like my, I, I had an opportunity to go to Hawaii, right? Kind of before this hit. I'm so glad I took it because, you know, that's really what we did for three days was watch the whales. And it was really, I, I, if I could go back there now, I it was awesome. Go in a second. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And Tom, if I may ask you, if you could pick anywhere in the world, you'd go have a cocktail without a face mask, obviously. I love Paris. Paris uh, is a magic city to my wife and I. We've been there many times, and and uh, I I feel for my my Parisian friends uh, who are suffering along with the rest of us. But I I can't wait to have an opportunity to get back there. Get back, absolutely. You know, uh, the the pandemic. You know, there there is. 
terrible as it's been, there's been blessings in disguise, right? It's allowed us to spend more time with our families, at least our, our, our immediate families and so forth. Hopefully, I, I've seen people lose weight and kind of just settle down a little bit. You're not on a plane a lot. So there, there are some, you know, positive things that have come out of all of these challenges that we're all grappling with. And it will help us appreciate, uh, Tom, when you and your wife are next back in Paris or Cheryl, you're back on the beach. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and really on behalf of Discus and all of our member companies, we want to thank you for your leadership. And Cheryl, if there's anything that Discus can do to help uh, support broadening uh, the platform in states. At the end of the day, Discus is an advocacy organization, and uh, we hope to help help uh, our distributor and our retailer partners certainly strengthen the three tier system, help drive consumer convenience, and help get those brands to market and so forth. So, uh, on behalf of Discus, uh, I'm here to uh, yes. say cheers and thank you all very much for your time. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for having me. The Spirited Advocate podcast was brought to you by the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States. If you'd like to be a guest speaker on the show or send us topic suggestions to cover, please contact us at podcast at distilledspirits.org. And please like and share these episodes. Your support is very appreciated.